1: Hello and welcome to Excel Today. I'm very excited to have you join me this morning as we take a look at a series I began last week, which I believe God has put together to help you excel in your journey of life this year and beyond. Let's pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, for my friends that have joined me this morning as we journey in your word, equip us, empower us. Let your word come with understanding, simplicity, and yet with power. Let it bring transformation and change to your people. Cause us to excel in every area of our lives. Your glory and praise in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 to 27. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 to 27. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus not with uncertainty. Thus I fight not as one who busy but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I preach to others, I myself should become disqualified. You shall not be disqualified in Jesus' name. 1 Corinthians the same text. But this time we are reading verse 24 from the New Living Translation. Do you realize that in a race, everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. Run to win. Obviously, if you are able to join us last week, you understand that you know already that our title for this series is Run to Win. That is taken directly from the New Living Translation, Run to Win. Everyone in a race runs, but only one person gets a prize, a run to win. This year you will run and get the prize in the name of our Lord Jesus. In your journey this year, nothing will deny you from getting the prize. You will run and you will win. That's why the Holy Ghost has inspired me to share these thoughts with you at this time of the year to prepare you and to program your mind for success all through the year. 12-month race has been set before us. The Bible says in Hebrews 12, Let's run with patience the race set before us. Everybody is running, but not everybody will win. Just like we read, it said they all run, but one receives a prize. It's my endless prayer that if it's only one person getting the prize, then that person will be you this year. In the name of our Lord Jesus, you'll get the prize in your marriage. You'll get the prize in your spiritual life. You will win in every meaningful area of your life in Jesus' precious name. How else... Can we run and win? What is the best approach? How can we run and win? We we can run and win when number one, we discover who to run with and then we discover what to run after and then we also learn to abide by the laws that governs our success in the race. Three important things. One, if you are going to run to win, you need to know who to run with and then you need to know what to run after and then you also need to know The laws that must be observed in order for you to win the race this year. Last week, we began looking at who to run with. Who to run with. If you read Matthew chapter 22 verse 35 to 39, a lawyer came to put a question before Christ and he said, Which of these is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus took time to answer him. He said, now the, the greatest commandment is the law is that you shall love the Lord that God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And the second is like unto it. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. First John chapter 4, verse 20 and 21. He said, If a man say he loved God and hated his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he seeth, how can he love God whom he cannot see? Then he said, this commandment we have from him, that he that loveth God, loveth his brother also. So, in these two references of scripture, Jesus establishes, Jesus establishes two foundational relationships in life. Relationship with God, which is the vertical side, and then relationship with man. So, last week we looked at the need to run with God, but before after god is man Any the time you run and you encounter god the next person you are likely to meet is man when you genuinely meet god you will have meaningful relationships you have meaningful encounters with people and that's what really happened the bible says love god and love your neighbor so number one you have to run with god and then number two which we are focusing on today is run with others Yes, run with others. That is the focus of our teaching today. Run with others. You know, a wise man says, if you want to go fast in life, go alone. But if you want to go far in life, go with others. If you want to go fast in life, go alone. But if you want to go far in life, go with others. I know we want to go fast, but much more is that we want to go far. So we can get both together. We can try and get others who motivate us and help us to go fast rather than go alone. When we have others who are like-minded, we have others who can help us to run fast, we can run fast and still go very far. And I'm praying that this year, God will give you such people. You will get to connect with such people so you cannot only run, but you will run and go very, very far in Jesus precious name. I want you to appreciate that scripture enjoins us to connect with other people. Let's see our text and then I get into the meat of today's teaching. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 and verse number 9 to 12. This is a text I love so much. I remember when I was a student on campus and I became CCA president for the first time. Of course, I was CCA president once. So, when I became CCA president, the message I preached, the first message I preached is Woe unto him that is alone. This thesis was my reference. Look at it Ecclesiastes 4, verse 9. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth. Woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he had not another to help him up. He said, Again, if two lie together, then they have heat. But how can one be warm alone? If one prevail against him, two will withstand him, and the threefold cord cannot easily be broken. What is it telling us? It's simply telling us that relationships in life are non-negotiable. You cannot run and win without others. Running with others is essential and foundational for success in life. You need to know how to run with other people. It was John C. Muswell who wrote a book many years ago. The title is Winning with People. And I pray that you will learn how to win with people. You are a great winner when you are able to win with people. And so that's what we are focusing. Jesus, the Bible says, Woe unto him that is alone. It's, all, it's a curse to try to succeed all by yourself alone. And you cannot even be able to accomplish your goals, your vision, your dreams in life, doing it all by yourself alone. So, apart from running with God, you need to learn how to run with others. In this teaching, I'm going to focus on four key things one is the priority of relationships the priority of relationships. Then we will touch on the power of relationships. How powerful is relationships? And then we will look at the people that you need to relate with. And then we we'll look at the protocols. So there are four pieces we are dealing with. Priority, power, and then people, and then of course, Protocols. That is what I'm going to be doing. It's going to be a, a bit longer than I actually anticipated. And so, those are the four major things you are going to consider under running with others. First and foremost is priority of relationships. Running with others, like I said, it is essential. It's non-negotiable. You can't succeed in life alone. Anyone who is a great success is a great success because he has connected with several other people. The reason why Apple is a successful product is because a lot of people like the product and they invest quality money to buy it. Mercedes has is in almost in every country why because that is success anything that is successful is used by many people and if you are going to be successful as a person you have to learn to connect with many people a lot of people must drink from you a lot of people must receive from you you cannot succeed by yourself alone that's not how god designed life to be look at what the bible says in philippians chapter 2 verse 3 to 4. he said don't be selfish i like this don't try to impress others be humble Thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interest, but take interest in others too. This year, may you take interest in others too. Some of us, we, just, we are just interested in me, my wife, my children. No, that life is a limited life. That life is a restricted life. That life is a mediocre life. Go beyond your boundaries. Go beyond your nuclear family. Go beyond your extended family. Seek to be a blessing to many more lives. That's how God designed you to be. Can you imagine the person who invented, uh, what do you call it, Apple? If he had decided that he wants Apple to stay with himself and his family. Can you imagine? What would have happened to the world? Can you imagine if the one who invented Toyota said, Toyota must stay in Japan. It will not travel beyond the borders of Japan. Can you imagine what difference it will make in africa where toyota is celebrated and used everywhere that is how life is you cannot be selfish it's against the law of christ to be selfish you have to learn to be selfless you have to learn to think about others and this year i challenge you learn to connect with others don't be a hermit don't be a recluse don't live your life like a monk learn to connect with others and that's what this teaching is about is to challenge you to move from your comfort zone me i'm just into myself me i I don't want trouble me i i i'm just okay by myself no listen you are deceiving yourself you cannot be okay by yourself you need to learn to connect with other people and sustain relationships too many people can sustain relationships and that is what i want this teaching to be against learn how to connect with other people connect with people in your church connect with people the place you were Connect to your people in your school connect to people like you people who don't even who are not even like you learn to connect with people four reasons why you must learn to run with others you need it's a necessity to run with others four reasons why number one is because of fellowship you need to run with others for fellowship's sake You need to run with others for fellowship. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. The good news version says, And the Lord said, It is not good for man to live alone it's not good for man to live alone i will make a suitable companion the word is companion someone he could keep company with someone he could fellowship with someone that shared common interest with him that's what he told him he said i will make a helper that is a suitable companion amplified version says now the lord said it is not good sufficient and satisfactory that man should be alone, I will make a helper meet, suitable, adaptable, complementary for him. All of us need people who are like us to fellowship with. You need somebody who thinks like you. You need somebody who flows with your passion, who shares your values to be able to share fellowship with. You cannot do life alone. Life was not designed for us to do it alone. Life was designed for us to do it together. The word fellowship means Fellows in the same ship, friends in the same ship, that's what we are. Fellowship, you need that. Life is too difficult to do it alone. That's why Ecclesiastes said, You are cursed. If your decision and your choice is to do life all alone by yourself, you cannot do it. Why? You need to sharpen, you need to be sharpened by others, and you need to sharpen others also. Uh, Proverbs 70, uh, 27, 17, iron sharpened iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Proverbs 13, 20, he that walketh with wise men shall be wise, a companion of fools shall be destroyed. First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 33, he said, Be not deceived. bad company corrupt good manners, bad companies destroys good manners, good company will also build up and amplify good manners. So fellowship is key. Who is your friend? When you have a challenge, is there somebody you can fellowship with? Is there somebody who can you can speak with on phone and get inspired and energized? When you are feeling discouraged, is there somebody like that? You need someone like that in your life this year. And so you need to find such people. They are there. And then you yourself must decide that you are going to become such a person for someone. That is the two dimensions of this situation teaching that the things I'm teaching should help you become that kind of person you want others to be because most of the time there is a kind of person we are looking for in others but if you are going to find that kind of person you yourself must become that kind of person for others also think about others so one is fellowship you need to run with others for fellowship number two you need to run with others for fruitfulness you need to run with others for fruitfulness no one can be fruitful by himself alone. You need others to be fruitful. That's when God, when God made man. The Bible said in the beginning, Genesis chapter 1 verse 27, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And verse 27 said, God created man in his image. In, his, in the image of God created he, male and female created he, them. God did not create male and male so the gay agenda is a failed effort is an effort to god's wisdom and knowledge god did not design us to function like that male and female created He them. there are no two gay couples lesbians that can produce a child it's not possible they are doing it by surrogacy and i like it when last week the pope said that is wrong it's wrong if they want to really learn to stay together man man they should find a way to produce their own child by themselves and not borrow somebody's womb to 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 produce a child that's what the surrogacy is about so you have to understand that to be fruitful you must connect with other people you will be limited in your fruitfulness if you don't learn to connect with other people jesus spoke in john chapter 15 verse 16 he said you have not chosen me i have chosen you to go, to go and do what? Go and connect with others so you can bring forth fruit. There is no way you can bring forth fruit without connecting with others. This year, learn to connect with others. You have to simply. It is not possible. There is no man who is so powerful that he produces a child by himself alone without a woman, and there is no woman who is so powerful that she alone produces a child by herself. It's not possible. It is not possible. It is against the laws of nature. It happened only once and it was a miracle. When the womb of Mary was supernaturally invaded by the Holy Ghost to, for, the, uh, uh, for Jesus Christ to be conceived... As a sinless child and since then god has never done another one and he will not do another one again so all of us will have to connect with other people in order to be fruitful if you can connect and come into agreement with your spouse this year you can do great exploits you can do more for god if you will learn to release your husband and agree with him you can do so much for god if you will learn to agree with your wife maybe your building project can start learn to connect with others to be fruitful you are in the home it's my money it's her money it's my car it's my car that kind of thing will not help you this year learn to stay together learn to work together greater fruitfulness comes when we learn to work with others Greater fruitfulness comes when we learn to connect with like minded people. And this year, I see you connecting and embracing other people to flow with. Number three, the third reason why you need to run with others is because you have a function to perform. There is a role, there is a job, you have a job to do, and that job demands that you connect with people. There's a job you have to do, there's an assignment on your life. That you have to do and that assignment is not to yourself. Your assignment is always to someone. That's what Dr. Mark Maddox said. Your assignment in life is always to someone. Your gifts are needed by someone. The gift of a doctor is needed by a sick person. The gift of a lawyer are needed by someone who has a legal problem. The gift of a carpenter is needed by somebody who needs furniture. The gift of a mechanic is needed by someone who has a challenge with his car. So you cannot use your gift for yourself. Your gift has to be used for other people. All of us have been wired to function in a certain way. And for us to function fruitfully, we need to connect with others. So apart from the fact that we need to connect for fellowship, we need to also connect so we can be fruitful and we need to connect so we can perform our function in life. And by the way, number four comes, it follows in the same. Once we are able to connect with others to, by, through fellowship, we become fruitful as we function and then we become fulfilled in life. Do you want to live a life of fulfillment this year? You have to learn to connect with other people learn to connect with other people without connecting with others there's no way you're going to be fulfilled in your life or your journey this year fulfillment comes look at what jesus said in galatians chapter 6 verse 2 he said bear ye one another's burden and so fulfill the law of christ and listen i have never seen anyone who fulfilled the law of christ and didn't live a fulfilling life if you want to live a fulfilling life fulfill the law of christ and the law of christ says go beyond yourself Help other people, help other people to hear the gospel, help other people to come to church, help other people to go to school, help other people who can help themselves. This year, be a helper for someone. So run with others. When you are able to run with others, you will be fulfilled in your life you will be fulfilled i realize that the most frustrated people on the planet are people who live and they are obsessed with only themselves when you live a life where you are obsessed with yourself there is no way you can enjoy your life you will always be depressed you will always be downcast but when you begin to deploy your gift and talents And that goes to make a difference in other people's lives. You will see that joy and fulfillment is coming into your life. This year, may you live a fulfilling life. This year, may you live a fruitful life. Listen, true fulfillment in life comes through two main things. One is a secured relationship with Christ. You can never be fulfilled in life if you don't have a relationship with God. That's where it starts from. And then number two, true fulfillment comes. When you live a life of positive impact on others... When you live a life, when your life is making impact on other people, this teaching I'm doing, if it's impacting your life, my greatest joy and fulfillment comes from knowing that your life is getting better, your life is becoming excellent, your life is becoming more godly and spiritual and impactful through this teaching. Every time anybody gives me a feedback like that, I am fulfilled, I feel excited, I feel I'm making a difference. All of us feel a sense of fulfillment when we see that in our little lives, we are making our, our contribution to other people is making their lives count. It's making a difference in other people's lives. This year you have fulfillment. This year you enjoy your life. You have a meaningful life. Never, never, never be deceived. Never, never, never be deceived. A lot of people accumulate and accumulate. They they are goose upon goose, and they think that the more things they have, the more fulfilled they will become. They don't know, they've forgotten, or they don't know the instructions Scripture gave in the book of Luke chapter 12, verse 15. He said, a man's life, Jesus said, a man's life, take heed and beware of covetousness. Beware of piling up things, for a man's life does not consist in the abundance of things which he possesses. Your life, your fulfillment in life, your meaningful existence is not in things, it is in Christ. So, priority. This, are, this is why relationships are a priority. You cannot treat relationship casually. You cannot treat your melancholic nature. That makes you always into yourself and isolating yourself. You are in church. You don't connect with people. You, you come to church and then you come alone. You go alone. That kind of life. You don't have a friend. You don't have anybody and you are all by yourself. That kind of nature will not take you anywhere. You will not be able to make a difference in your well. You will not be able to find fulfillment in life, living your life like that. Relationships are a priority. If you must run and win to win, you need to run with others. And I've established four main reasons. One, run with others for fellowship. Run with others because for fruitfulness, run with others because there's a function you need to fulfill. And that function cannot be done without others. This is what we are told in Romans chapter 12, verse 4. It says, for us, we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. We have many members in the body. All of them don't have the same function. In 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 14 to 18, he said, yes, the body has many different parts, not just one part. If the foot says, I am not a part of the body because I'm not the hand, does that make it any less a part of the body? You see, the eye and the hand are not the same, but they need each other. The heart and the lungs are not the same. They need each other. We all, the eye needs the hand the hand needs the eye in order to locate the things it wants to pick the hand needs the heart to beat in order for it to have the energy to move about so everyone needs someone everybody's function is necessary and i'm saying that you need to connect with others because you have a function towards them they have a function towards you and it cannot be accomplished until the relationship is established you need to connect with others so you can live a fulfilling life there are three kinds of relationships i want to challenge you to pursue but we are going to continue from here next week and those three relationships are number one relationship that inspire and stretches you to become the best version of yourself three kinds of relationship i'm going to emphasize more on it next week one the relationship that inspires you and stretches you to become the best version of yourself And then number two, relationships that comfort and challenges you whenever necessary. And then number three, relationships that establishes your legacy and secures future generations. I pray that the grace of God will rest upon you this year. I pray that in all your engagement this year, you will excel. In the name of the Lord Jesus, you will run and win. Every roadblock, every obstacle on your path is eliminated in the name of the Lord Jesus. All the excuses you have been putting up to stay away from people, to stay away from fellowship, to stay away from connecting with other people. I'm sure this teaching has opened your eyes to see that nobody loses more than the person who refuses to connect with other people. Never forget that. The person who refused to connect with other people is the greatest loser in life. You will think that others are losing because you are not playing your part. You are rather losing because you are not playing your part. You remember the man who decided to bury his talent. You know what happened to him? He felt that he was causing financial loss to the master. When the master came, the man discovered that he himself became a colossal loss. May you not be a colossal loss this year. May your gift and talent be deployed to make a difference in other people's lives. May your life count this year. May your life be impactful this year. And may you find fulfillment as you learn to connect with people for fellowship, for fruitfulness, for functioning, and then for fulfillment in life. Thank you so much, and God bless you for being part of our broadcast. I look forward to having you join me same time next week as we continue this exciting episode on running to win. You will run, and you will run to win. God richly bless you. Till I see you next week, remain blessed and maximize the grace of God. You are blessed. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word, and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' precious name, amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We look forward to having you. Join us again and again. We are blessed. Pastor
0: Afuaqua has just placed in your hands the key for all round victory, success, and limitless prosperity. Share your testimonies with us on 020 5790 or Email us at embassyoflifechapel at gmail.com. Get interactive with Pastor Afwakwa on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For more information, visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org. Fellowship with us this and every Sunday for our service at our headquarter church from 8.30 a.m. to 11 a.m. for our good news service